and I've called this Facing Giants. This is one of the best-known stories in the Bible. Do you know, it is so famous that even today the theme of the little guy beating the big guy is described as a David and Goliath story. You hear that phrase, don't you? A David and Goliath story. We love the idea of the giant getting his comeuppance, whether it's a, a, a low-level, low-league football team beating a, a, a premier football team, whatever it is. We love the idea of the little guy beating and, and defeating the big guy. We cheer on the giant killers. Well, this, what we have heard today, is the original story. Goliath was a giant of a man. He was nine foot tall. He was a champion fighter. He had some terrible weapons. And he had been threatening and abusing God's people for a very long time. No one wanted to take him on. Humanly speaking, he was an impossible challenge. By contrast, David, well, we've seen already, he was not a giant. He was a gifted lad, certainly. He'd already dealt with lions and bears that attacked the flock of sheep he was looking after. Unlike every other soldier, however, including the king, David was not intimidated by Goliath. David was confident that God would help him defeat the giant Goliath. We all face giants in our lives. If we're honest, every single one of us has faced or continues to face a giant. A giant is a big, seemingly insurmountable problem or issue. How do we respond? Are we like Saul? Saul was the king. He should have been leading the army and tackling the giant. Instead, he was scared. He was desperate to find someone else to deal with the giant. He'd lost heart and he had forgotten that God had promised to be with his people, had promised to fight for them and give them victory. The king, King Saul, had stopped trusting God. When we are faced with giants, we may well feel, like Saul, frightened, hopeless, and stop believing that God is with us. If I'm honest, there have been times in my life where I've been just like King Saul. I've given up. Are we like Saul, or are we like David? David was a shepherd boy, but he was confident that the God who had already saved him from the attacks of lions and bears would deliver him from this giant. He trusted God because he knew that God was with him. So what was the secret of David's success? Number one, he trusts God. He knows that God is with him, that God will never desert him. He is confident that God will defeat his enemies. The Bible tells us in everything David did, he had great success 
because the Lord was with him. God invites us to put our trust in him, to put our confidence in him. I put my trust in God many years ago when I was a student. I said yes to Jesus. I asked him to be my saviour and the Lord of my life. Up until that point, I'd been going my own way, trying to live life in my own strength. Do you know, as soon as I put my trust in God, my confidence in him, everything changed. My life has never been the same since. Will you trust God? Will you take that step? Will you say yes to Jesus? That is the invitation, but it's a choice that only you can make. So David, first of all, trusts God. Secondly, he remembers God's faithfulness. The God who had helped him in the past will give him victory now. God is a God who keeps his promises. Here's just one of them. It's from the book of Deuteronomy. And I'm sure David was familiar with this. The Lord your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies. And he will give you victory. David, I'm sure, held on to that promise. He remembered God's faithfulness. God says to us, I will never leave you. I am the God of the impossible. I am the God who never leaves you, never deserts you. Our testimony as a family is that God has been with us through the pain and the loss that we've experienced. He's been there down through the years to give us comfort, to give us strength, and to give us hope. We have known God's love and God's faithfulness at all times and through the darkest times. The Bible promises you that there is nothing that will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hold on to that promise, that promise that there is nothing, absolutely nothing in all creation that can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So David remembered God's faithfulness. He trusted God, he remembered God's faithfulness, and thirdly, he was anointed by God. Here's the account of David's anointing by Samuel the priest. It's from a version of the Bible called The Message. Samuel the priest took his flask of oil and anointed David with his brothers standing around watching. The Spirit of God entered David like a rush of wind, God vitally empowering him for the rest of his life. Wow! God vitally empowering him for the rest of his life. God says to us, the only way you'll face these giants is through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Two weeks ago, Aid, our pastor, spoke about anointing. 
If you weren't here or you've missed that talk, listen to it online if you missed it. I just jotted down a few sound bites, um, a few challenges from that talk. One, will you trust God over the story of your life? Two, will you allow God to forge his image in you? And number three, I like this one, there is always grace for your race. David trusted in God. David remembers God's faithfulness. David was anointed by God. As we face the giants in our lives, we need the anointing of God's Holy Spirit. We need to know his presence with us. We need to put our trust in him. We're going to pray a prayer now, and you might want to make this your personal prayer, your prayer of commitment, your prayer of putting your trust in the God who will never leave you, who will never let you down, who will help you face the giants in your life. Let's pray together. Father God, as I face these giants, maybe the things that I've just jotted down, the things that just come to mind right now, I need the anointing of your Holy Spirit and I need your presence with me. I put my trust in you today. And as you pray that prayer, I believe your Heavenly Father says to you, do not be afraid of these giants. I love you. I will care for you. I've given my son Jesus to die on the cross for you. He has dealt with these giants. The giants of sin and failure. The giants of rejection and abuse. The giants of pain and suffering and sickness and fear. Thank you, Jesus, that you have died on the cross for me so that I can be forgiven, so that I can be set free, so that I can know victory over these giants. Thank you that by your death on the cross, you have dealt with every issue, every sin, everything that comes against me, and I can know your victory. Thanks be to God. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I pray, please come into my life today by your Holy Spirit to be with me forever.